just wrapped up another fantastic episode of The Enlightened Agents. Today on the show, we had Andrew Krantz, Senior VP and Principal at York International. Andrew and I met four years ago at an InsurTech dinner here in New York, and we've been talking ever since about insurance, about technology, today talking about data and client experience. So really fun show. I hope you all stick around and enjoy what Andrew had to say. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Enlightened Agent, the podcast that brings you conversations with top insurance professionals and industry leaders. My name is Jason Keck, and I'm joined today by Andrew Krantz, Senior Vice President and Principal at York International. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Good to chat with you. Of course. You know, we've known each other for a while, but I was sniffing around to see the latest and greatest about Andrew Krantz and came across the fact that you were recognized by the Business Council of Westchester as a rising star. That's incredible. I wanted to congratulate you, first of all. And second of all, you know, I'd love for you to tell our listeners what you've been doing to qualify you for such a prestigious award. I appreciate it. Uh, you're too kind. Business Council of Westchester is a great organization up in Westchester County. It's really a team effort, but happy to take a little bit of the credit. We've been helping businesses think about insurance smarter and helping making it simpler and easier for them to navigate a, a complex and important industry. And um, I've been at the forefront in telling new business owners what we do and how we can help them. And um, we're very involved philanthropically and in business in Westchester County. And I'm one in a long line of Yorkies who have received such a designation and Happy to be next and look forward to passing the torch on to uh, many more on the team. Nice. So you uh, are you based in Westchester? I mean, we're, you know, I know you, I think you live here in the city, right? But where do you spend most of your time? Yes. So I do live in the city and we do have HQ up in Harrison, which is right outside of White Plains in Westchester, about 30 miles north of the city. Cool. Do you do most of your business in Kind of Westchester, New York area, or is, is the, the digital world allowing you to do things nationwide right now? Well, we are York International, Jason, so <laughs> we do business everywhere. We primarily deal with owners, business owners, and individuals in the tri-state area. Cool. And more and more over the last 10, 15 years, we've been placing insurance all over the country and um, you know, internationally as well. Nice. Do you have a particular specialty? I mean, like insurance is very broad, right? A lot of businesses need insurance out there. Personal, commercial focused, any particular vertical that, that you love? Sure. So the agency is about 70% property and casualty um, and split um, group benefits and personal insurance. Cool. And we do life and uh, life insurance and annuities as well. What about we you personally? Are, do, you have, do you have a... Give a passion or a love. I feel like I, you know, early in our conversations, you used to go to a bunch of real estate conferences. Is that still a heavy thing for you? That's still very much a thing. We are in New York City, right? Um, and uh, we've grown up in the real estate space, and we work a lot with owner operators, landlords, developers, co-ops and condos, managing agents, um, you know, all the service industries that feed into the real estate space. So. That's what we do. I help run our real estate practice group. Nice. Well, look, you and I met, you know, almost, I think more than four years ago now, right after InsurTech Connect, there was a InsurTech dinner in New York. 
And I learned then and you know, still appreciate now that as a young leader in the industry, I could see you have a passion for uh, technology and the use of technology in the industry. I'm curious to get your thoughts on the state of InsurTech today and you know what's evolved over the last four years since we met. Sure. I'll start with the story of how we met because it gives a lens into how I view um, InsurTech these days. And it was a, a VC who invited me. It was a big round table. I think there was like 20 folks at the table. And we're going around in a circle, everybody introducing themselves, who they are, what they do, et cetera. Just so happened I was last or one of the last. Right. And everybody's going around and it was mostly VCs, entrepreneurs, a couple of carriers. And everybody's talking about five years ago, disintermediation was, um, you know, the, the hot topic and how tech was going to replace the insurance brokerage community. And finally it got to you and you said, I'm founding a business to empower independent agents and brokers to be better, be more modern, help run a more efficient business and provide a better customer experience. Needless to say, I didn't let you walk any <laughs> further than the table after the dinner and we've been friends ever since. So, but that that truly, you know, puts a view, puts a fine point on on, on how I view InsureTech. You know, it's um, there's been billions of dollars invested, uh, many different sectors trying to solve a lot of problems, and I've lived personally with this industry. I'm third generation insurance, and know how important the industry is, how local and grassroots it is on certain levels, even though it can scale up. And also know intimately the industry needs to modernize, right? So how do we do that in a way that's going to provide better user experience and help the businesses who are helping the customers run better operations and yep. improve efficiency? Yeah, I mean, look, the the there's no question that the in yeah, I don't know if you can call it insure tech an industry, but it's uh, I would say very robust, billions of dollars invested. Um, some of that money going towards, you know, full stack carriers, right? Companies who are just showing up and saying, we're going to rewire the entire industry in a particular their insurance vertical or a particular product line. And then you've got, uh, you know, pretty robust second phase of technology enablers, right? Showing up to help the agents, the carriers and everybody in between. And now I feel like there's this, this new wave coming around embedded insurance, which is around it's companies selling insurance in places where it's never been sold before, right? But kind of at the point of sale or point of use or point of risk, which I think is super fascinating. And it's neither disrupting the incumbents nor kind of enabling the incumbents. If anything, it's, it's actually expanding the pot, right? And saying, hey, we're going to create a new market for insurance by selling new products at a place and a time where nobody ever really thought about it. So I feel like embedded insurance is, is the third wave of insure tech and doesn't seem like it's stopping. So any particular technologies or products that you've come across that you find interesting, exciting, rewarding, eye-opening? What's, I don't know, did you go to insure tech connect this year? Have you been to any conferences? Just kind of curious what's, what's top of mind for you? Top of mind, I mean... Since you asked, we, <laughs> and since that dinner, we have been very loyal and happy customers of the Broker Booter platform. I know you don't like talking about yourself, but 
that was one of the first products that we dabbled in as an agency to help us modernize the customer experience. And it really taught us so many more things about how we can be better at running our own business, which in turn will also help our customers, right? Yep. And it's been a pleasure to both utilize and learn from you and your team and the software that you provide. Yeah. I mean, look, it's been obviously th thanks for your business and thanks for the discovery that we've done together around, you know, what works, what doesn't work, how to create an amazing client experience, you know, what are, what's the right level of personal touch points and digital touch points and simplification that we can do without fully automating the entire journey, right? You don't want to take the agent out of the experience. You want to uh, help them do it more efficiently, which is, you know, what we've been getting better and better at over the years. And we're allowing agents to collect and gather data in a structured format in a way that allows them to reuse that like they never had before, right? So one of the things that I know is a hot topic in the industry right now is, is obviously data and the use of data. And people are spending a ton of time trying to extract data from PDFs, right? Which, is, which are used to exchange information, unfortunately. And, and they're good for signing contracts, terrible for exchanging data because getting data off of them is so hard. And that's, that's one of the things that we do extremely well is we help company structure their data and make it available to them. Data is a hot topic for you. Anything you want to you know, share with the audience about what you guys do with data, how you use data, why it's important? There's a laundry list of the ways in which our industry is not using this valuable asset of data. And I've got a lot of views on what I'd like to do. And I'd say it's work in progress. You know, you could talk about agency management systems and not enabling us to access that dating data in a meaningful way. You know, we talked about real estate and I always say to our team, what's the latest price per unit, right? That's how owners think. How much is insurance gonna cost me per unit? And we know because we're doing deals all the time and because we've been doing this a long time and we have an active pulse on the market, but that's just in our gut. Right. It's just because we remember the last three or four deals that we do. There's no way for us to look at that or we've not been able to successfully capture that data on a broad scale in a meaningful way that allows us to draw insights to negotiate even better deals or help us be smarter or help you know bring additional value to the clients as they're underwriting new deals. And one of the things I've always imagined would be a powerful use for the data is just transparency, right? And creating exactly what you're talking about, which is the ability for you to say, you know, by client, by segment, by industry, by location, right? What are people paying for their products? Is it fair, right? What are the limits they're getting? What are they paying given the limits they're getting? How does that compare to others? That type of benchmarking data is hard to come by. And it's mostly only available for public companies. When you're talking about private companies, there's there's next to nothing out there. So I can appreciate the need for that. And as a consumer of insurance, right? So who buys insurance, like I, I feel like the amount of information that I get before making a purchase is is pretty limited, right? I mean, it's basically trusting my agent that they know what you know, which is what is and isn't fair. But I think I'll have a much more comfortable time with the buying process if I had more information. So 
any other uses of we, data that you think, or sorry, what are you going to say? Well, I was going to say we spend our ethos and what we think about all the time is the fact that the entire insurance purchasing process is opaque. And yes, it helps when you trust your broker, right? Incredible. And we always seek to build those kinds of relationships. And how we do that is by bringing the customer or the business owner into the process and explaining what moves the needle, what about them specifically will allow us to tell their story better that the underwriter is going to care about, right? All these insurance companies, they're overstaffed and overworked. And how do you differentiate one vanilla risk from another? Or how do you properly explain a story that's got some intricacy to it, right? And yep. so data is one way, but involving the customer in the process, you know, they can tell their story in a way that's super meaningful and being able to coach them and how to do that, that's going to impact the end result. That's unlocked a lot of fruitful relationships for us and for the customers that we work with. Nice. I've heard you talk about customers and customer experience a couple of times so far on the show. I come from the consumer internet space, right? Customer experience is, is everything, right? I mean, when you build a mobile app, you've got one chance to hook somebody on using it and otherwise they're gone. They're just, they're very, very finicky people. And so, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on uh, design, onboarding, user experience. When you think about client experience, it's very different than buying a mobile app, right? Let's be super clear. The difference between <laughs> installing, installing a mobile app and buying a $100,000 insurance policy are very different. But I'm curious how you guys approach that. It's a different approach, but interested what, how you go about it with your clients when it comes to both acquiring new clients and keeping the ones you have. Yeah. With new clients... We learned that um, taking them through a workshop, right, is a way in which we can have an organized onboarding process, right? Customer acquisition costs for an insurance business can be incredibly high, given how much time you have to spend. The first year, the first renewal always is the most challenging because you're getting to understand the intricacies of those, you know, the client and their risks and their challenges. So we built this workshop, which is a set of questions, um, to put it simply, and a structured way of capturing data. And it's a way in which we're not sitting across from the table from the customer. We're sitting on the same side and helping them navigate this industry that's complex. So how, uh, to talk me through that. So you sit down, this is like, a, is this a day? Is this an hour? Is it how much? Nobody you know, could spend a day on insurance. Come on, Jason. <laughs> Come on. I mean, workshops, you get a lot done in a day, but uh, you know, yeah. So we like to break it off into 45 to 60 minute chunks. Okay. If they go longer and we're, we're jamming. Sure. But it usually takes two sessions. Right. Right. And once we've done that, we get a thorough understanding of the business. We bring it back to the team. We kick it around. We ask for the client to provide, you know, some additional information. Yep. Um, hopefully collected through the broker Buddha platform, of course. Yep. And, you know, for the most part, we're off to the races. Of course, there's back and forth to follow. What is it about the workshop that, that makes such a difference? Like, why is that so powerful? I think it's because it allows the questions we're asking help new customers who don't necessarily know us, whether referred or not, 
get a feel that we understand their business, say real estate, since we've talked about that. Yep. We know what challenges they're facing. We know how tough New York City can be yep. uh, with all the laws and regulations. And the questions are designed to extract the information and allow us to tell stories that sympathizes, empathizes, and also conveys that we've got a plan that can help. Yeah, I mean, you're always, you, when you think about job interviews, right, they tell you that you know, one of the best ways to, to make a good impression is through the questions you ask them, right? You're showing that you understand uh, the role, the business, you show a level of interest, you challenge them, right? And so I can imagine similar approach from a prospecting and, and connecting perspective with your clients would have a similar effect, right? You're educating them about their industry by asking them challenging questions and you're showing them that you've, you know, you've been down this road before and you've done this. So how did you learn all that? How, how did you learn those que the questions to ask? How did you get into so, this? So full disclosure. Yeah. We've been in business for 35 plus years, right? Okay. I've been on the team 11 years. There are say. many lessons learned. Okay. And I just helped the team take all those lessons and distill them back into questions. Right. Okay. So they typically stem from a problem that we solved, a claim that we got covered or that was covered for a specific reason, some sort of challenge that another business owner like them had. Is it your response? You say you, you distill it down. Are you, do you drive these workshops? Do you run the workshops or is it a, everybody runs the workshops, but are you, are you responsible for pulling it together? So when it comes to real estate, I, I'll typically join any of our sales folks who, who have those type of engagements. I okay. help build the workshop, but we very much work in teams. It's allowed us to be extra productive. Cool. We don't have people running off doing their own thing. And yes, I'm at the forefront of helping our team think about new customers, solving problems, uh, and how we go about doing that in an organized way. Is this what you always dreamed of doing? How, how did you end up in this world? You said you've been doing this for 11 years. How, how did that happen? This is definitely not what I always dreamed of doing, despite growing up at the dinner table with it my entire life. But you couldn't um, get away. It was too, it was too interesting. It's too fun. Psychology is a powerful <laughs> thing, Jason. <laughs> So yeah, so um, my grandfather started York. It was called something else back then. And it's the only career my father ever had, 40-something years. Uh, as a child, I just had no interest, but it was more of a lack of understanding of anything, really. And I did a bunch of a variety of different jobs and worked in different industries growing up. And when I got to be a senior in college and things started getting real, I figured it'd be a smart idea to at least explore uh, the family business. So I worked as an intern for CRC, a wholesaler. Yep. After school, I worked for Aon for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Saw the industry from the top as great I company. I learned a ton, met a lot of great people and saw things that I probably would never have seen just working at York. Cool. Uh, and I joined York as of Monday, 11 years ago. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Year anniversary. Good for you. You said your grandfather started it. Most agencies, family founded agencies are named after 
the founder, you said York is, I'm guessing York is not your grandfather's name. How did York come to be, you know, your grandfather founded it. How were you guys organized, like, organized now? Like what's the, what was sure. the succession like from there? So as the business was passed, my grandfather was sick. And as it was passing from him to my father, he merged with another company and they knew they didn't want to be Kranz, such and such, such and such. They just right. didn't want to do that. And they went home and York International was picked out of thin air and we've been growing into it ever since. Nice. It sounded good. I mean, you're, you're near New York. You're not New York. My wife is from, from near York uh, in England. So got a good connection with the name and it's been fun getting to know you over the last four years. So I'm glad to hear that you've had success with it. It sounds like you're still a big part of why it's growing and hopefully a part of pushing it forward with data and technology. And I look forward to uh, being on that journey with you for, for a long time. So Andrew, as you know, the show is called The Enlightened Agents. And because we like to share stories about amazing agents who do amazing things, enlightenment is defined as the state of having knowledge or understanding. And I like to ask all of our guests, if there's any stories you have about people you know or people in the insurance industry that might qualify them as, as being enlightened. Is there anything you can share with our listeners? Sure, of course. Thanks. As I said, we work in teams. And last week we had a client who owns a number of hotels and was expanding. And they were buying a hotel across the country. And the lender had some strict insurance requirements that the client had to adhere to. And things leading up to the closing, which was Monday, were choppy. And okay. the, the team went above and beyond and pulled a rabbit out of a hat on Thursday. And okay. we were able to drive a much better result, improve coverage, satisfy the lender, and then some. And of course, somehow it was at like a third of the price. And um, that's a big deal. I, Client was thrilled as they embarked on this new venture. So did they need to get insurance as part of the transaction? Is that what was going on there with that one? Or was it is that was happening with that specific one? Yeah, correct. We needed a new insurance program for this new hotel. That's amazing. And like I think every agency is filled with great people and great teams. It sounds like is this a group of people? Do you have one person who uh your go-to or is is how, how do you guys operate? How are you organized? Yeah, so everything's in teams. This one in particular was two gentlemen, Carrie O'Connor and Joe Webster, who certainly went above and beyond, is with a longtime client who really appreciates us. And, um, you know, those two guys were at the tip of the spear for sure. Amazing. And so what does this mean to, I guess, for the lender? They're thrilled because, you know, the coverage is there. That's kind of critical for the, for the client. What does this mean for them that they, I mean, I'm guessing you had options for coverage, but this was just a, a better package or I don't know. What does this mean for them? Yeah, we weren't going to let the, them not close the business <laughs> on the deal, but the new solution totally changed their economics for the better. And it's going to be such a you know windfall for them as they embark on this new venture opening hotel. Is it in the North? Is it in, in, in New York area, somewhere around here? So they're based in New York. This hotel's in Arizona. Okay. 
that I was going to say, does this mean that my wife and I are going to have a more affordable stay at a hotel when we need a, we need to get a night off or I can certainly get you a room next time you're out West. <laughs> Arizona is a bit of a challenge with a couple of rugrats running around. I need a place to stay in New York where we can get away for the weekend, but no, that's great. Look, I mean, I think with everything COVID and post COVID travel's been uh, tough for a lot of people. And I know that the hospitality industry has been fighting to not just stay alive, but to, to grow. And so it sounds like you know, timing wise, this is hopefully a good opportunity for these, for your clients to capitalize on the, I would say not renewed demand, but the uh, pent up demand for travel and build a great business on it. So well, look, kudos to you and kudos to the team for doing a good job on that. And yeah, I just, you know, the whole, the whole background around the podcast is around elevating these stories because frankly, I just, I don't think agents get enough credit for the awesome things they do. And so thank you and thank you to your team. And whether we end up in Arizona at the hotel or just at another location that happens to, to work for us, because somebody like you was around to help them get the coverage they need, then, you know, it's, it's an easily uh, overlooked need. And I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are here to, to take care of it. So. I appreciate that. I would say that in general, as an industry, we're good advocates for clients and we are not so good at promoting ourselves. And there's a stigma around insurance. And so thank you to you for shining a light, um, awareness to our space, not just on this podcast, but you taught me something a couple of weeks ago and you said, Seven out of 10 of my or our customers respond and fill out their applications within one day. Yeah. That amazed me. Yeah. Amazed, right? It's a <laughs> word that I don't use that often, even though it gets tossed around. Okay. And so for the other three clients, great, they could roll with PDS, but right. seven people had a great day, right? Um, yeah. Not just the clients, but your agents and your carriers who aren't, you know, cranking the underwrite in, in little to no time. And yeah, look, when, when you can streamline operations and you can streamline the data gathering process and, and you don't have to key in sure rows and rows of data because the information stored online and can be reused, then you know, frankly, everybody wins. I hate, I hate wasted time. I hate wasted effort. And you know, technology is a fantastic tool to to get rid of those things. So, so yeah, happy to help bring the industry along and and be a part of the change that needs to happen. And thrilled that you've been along the ride with us. So, Andrew, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, as I say, an enlightening conversation. Uh, as we continue the the thread sure. there, I've enjoyed having you on the show. Before we wrap up here, anything you want to you want to share with our listeners? to say thank you to you as well. And it's been quite the journey. It will continue to be the journey. The work is continuing to get done. And what's very motivating, and you use the word enlightening, I'll say inspiring, is that the industry is in a state of change for the positive. And as long as you're keeping up with it, We'll be able to run better businesses. Clients will ultimately have better experiences. And we will be able to continue to do our part, you know, in the chain of commerce and help people sleep better at night. So thanks to everyone. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Andrew, enjoy the rest of your week. 
uh, the rest of your year. I hope 2021 ends for you incredibly well. And I look forward to seeing you out and about, maybe at an insurance conference or just uh, on the streets of New York. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thanks a lot, Jason. Really appreciate it.